It's time for the top four at four with Levac and Gaz. Time for the four biggest stories in the world of sports. Top four at four. Some people do more than four, but that's just, I think, being greedy. And that's why uh, this is just the perfect number. And it's brought to you by the perfect sponsor, our good friends at Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. You disgusting pigs. Ah, If you do five stories at a certain time or six or seven, who do you think you are? Ah, Core four, four pack, four banger. It's all fours. Yeah. Thanks to Mohawk Honda. Levesque, I need you to be a weatherman here for a second and help us out. All right. I only have to be about 20% correct. Gotcha. Racing at Belmont Park today has been canceled. Yeah. And the Washington Nationals home game against the Arizona Diamondbacks also postponed because of the poor air quality from wildfires in Canada. With no disrespect to the Nationals and Diamondbacks, we're going to pass on breaking down what it means for those two teams. But instead, you got lucky today. Talk about what it means for New York Racing Association. The Giants also canceled practice today. But the Belmont race is coming up Saturday. David O'Rourke, who's been a guest on this show before, the Naira president, said this in a statement, quote, based on current forecast models and consultation with external weather services, we remain optimistic that we'll see an improvement in air quality on Friday. Levac, what do you make of potentially the third leg of the Triple Crown being run under different circumstances or maybe not being run at all? No, I think we're going to be okay. Um, I think what you're seeing is at this point now it's like, you got to be really cautious with horse racing after what's gone down at Churchill Downs. And if you're unaware, they've had just this rash of horse deaths. It's not normal. It's not the way we've seen it happen certain times in the past before, but not like this. So I think when you when you look at the news and you see where the air quality is and you see that the Yankees, you know, postponed a game and this one did that and all the things I'm hearing is the wind is about to the, the the winds of change are coming. And by that I mean the winds are about to come from the southeast or southwest, which is now all the all the smoke and nonsense that's been blown from Canada into New York is about to get blown right back into Canada. So it's like one of those things where Canada's like, Yeah, sure, we have a fire the size of Maryland. That's a real statement. But at least our air quality is not as terrible because it's all in New York. Now it's going to get blown right back, and it's like, oh, we've got that fire and terrible air. I think you'll see Belmont, you know, air on the side of caution, literally, make sure everything's good, and then the Belmont stakes will run as scheduled. Yeah, the toughest part about this is how careful everything is. You mentioned what's happened involving the world of horse racing, and a lot of people look at that and say, you can't compare everything to the same thing like this situation and this track is different than that situation that's all fair but the storylines of belmont will be this the weather and how it affects the actual horses because that's something you and i can't figure out that's got to be to the trainers and the owners and everything else of how if at all is the air quality affecting the actual horses running in these races and two forte is scheduled to be one of the favorites if not the favorite in the race at belmont on saturday Forte was scratched in the Kentucky Derby, scratched in the Preakness. How that came together, was it the timeline of why he was scratched for the Preakness? I bring all that up because one of the biggest horses in the 2023 horse racing field may be affected again. So that's the tough part about this. Do I think they're going to run the race on Saturday with my meteorology skills that have just been toned by staring at my phone? Uh, Yeah, I have no reason to think they won't run on Saturday, but... This is a huge storyline involved in one of the most popular yearly events in the state of New York. 
hopefully for horse racing fans. We get to see the Belmont. Crazy. Five years ago, Levesque, that was my bachelor party. Watching Justify win the Triple Crown. In a pink jacket. Ugh. Ugh. Story number three involves the Minnesota Vikings and now former running back Dalvin Cook. Multi- I've seen mixed reports. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because I also am getting mixed reports here that some have reported that Dalvin Cook has been released, while others are pointing out that there's about a 24-hour window that Cook can actually be traded from the Minnesota Vikings to another team. Now, why that's important when I read that story is that, hey, we're going to cut him, but if you want to you know, trade for him, we'll give him up. If you want to, Yeah, if you want to avoid negotiating, you know, when you just want to negotiate one-on-one and not have to go against other teams, good to go. Cook will turn 28 in August. $14 million in cap space is going to open up now. He was due $11 million if he came back for the Vikings. Again, he spent his almost entire career, six seasons, with Minnesota. LeVac, when I think about Delvin Cook, think about what he's been able to do since he's entered the NFL. And DeAndre Hopkins, I'm going to group in here for the same reason. 2015-ish, yeah. about eight, nine years, you make a really good case in that eight, nine-year window. Delvin Cook... And DeAndre Hopkins have been a top three wide receiver and running back in the NFL in that eight-year window. Hopkins a free agent, Cook a free agent. Do we talk about Cook like we talk about Hopkins as a potential Super Bowl signing if the right team gets him on the roster? I would say yes. Now, remember, both of these beauty queens have warts, okay? So so D-Hop's wart is you got popped performance-enhancing drugs. You got popped. You did. You slow down a little bit. You're a little older. Cook's is... Dude's a bit fragile, he, you know, and, and it's it's weird to say it just like that when you think about what a punishing and bruising runner he is, but he gets hurt, and if he's, I don't feel like he goes to a team where he's the feature back and you win the Super Bowl, or should I say lone feature back, which is very common now. Very few teams just have that one back, you know. I could see him going to a Dallas alongside Tony Pollard. Imagine him with what we've seen from what the the Raiders offense would like to do standing next to Josh Jacobs, the Giants and Saquon Barkley. There's a lot of places that he could go accent the running game and make you a juggernaut. The Buffalo Bills, he becomes your main dude. Well, now you have two running backs, actually, because you have him and Josh Allen. But I don't know a team that I don't look at and say, that guy makes them way better. And with, with DeAndre Hopkins... I look at him very similarly because I don't want him to be the one. I want him to be the 1A, the 2. Because in Buffalo, Diggs is going to get the double team, which means Hopkins is going to eat. You start doubling him or you start trying to, you know, shade him in some way, well now now Davis is going to eat. Like you've got they've got so many weapons that works on on a lot of levels. Uh I just I really like Dalvin Cook. I love the idea of him being able to share carries with someone else. And maybe, you know, keep him fresh, keep him healthy for a full season. Mark Sanchez, Chad Pennington are the two names that pop in my mind about this. Most people are more familiar with Drew Brees. I can't believe I'm going to do this. Yeah, you are. And former Division Three lineman, Thomas Paul Gislowski III. I bring up all these athletes because their careers were ended because of a torn labrum. You mentioned the injuries that Dalvin Cook is suffering this past February. He had undergone surgery for a torn labrum. It's been reported that Dalvin Cook, over the past few, he says, weeks, maybe when you knew you were going to do contract, it might be closer to months, he's had chronic shoulder injuries where his shoulder would pop in and out. That's not good. By the way, you're a running back. You're going to get blasted in that same shoulder. So he's now undergoing 
labrum surgery, which happened in February, and now other people are saying, yeah, about that. Uh, I don't know if we're actually going to be ready for September. There's a chance with an injury like that for a running back, it could be dunzo for Dalvin Cook because when you have chronic dislocations of the shoulder as a running back and you're almost 30, if I get a healthy Dalvin Cook and I'm Buffalo, I am the Chiefs. My God, could you imagine Dalvin Cook in the backfield for the Chiefs? With, with Pacheco? Oh, my God. Oh, well, th- There are rosters that can really win a Super Bowl. Mixing and him with Cincinnati. Incredible. Like, again, it's, it's, Miami? What about the Dolphins? Running, running back by committee for the most part, but, I mean, the Lions, like, there's so many places he could go and make them better. The names you used for the tournament, um, Pennington, I think he, you could see it. He was, he was never there. Drew Brees was fine. He was able to put it together afterwards. The, the, the Thomas Gislowski one, I heard it was more of a he preferred drinking Bud Heavies and, and eating Skittles. I heard that's really what, the, what would cut his career short. I didn't need a lot of skills. <laughs> Story number but two. But the Bud Heavies was flowing, baby. <laughs> They're so tasty. Story number two. Uh, the Major League Baseball slated games. We're moments away from hopefully some Yankee fans enjoying some Bud Heavies in the Bronx. It's the Yankees host the White Sox 405. Just a few moments again. Pitch is going to get coming here soon. Phillies and Tigers. They're on the schedule oh for... 6.05 afternoon games today have also included the Brewers and O's in action, Rockies and Giants, and also the Mets taking on the Braves and the Red Sox and Guardians. 6.10, our coverage gets number 7.10, first pitch. I, I left something out there, LeVac, that should be more important. It's a doubleheader for the Yankees today, so we'll yeah. focus on the Bronx Bombers here again for the second day in a row. Two games here for New York because of the fog out, the, smog out. The, being on the, the surface of Mars. Yesterday, it looked like Mars. It was red. It was the red planet. Severino gets the start in game one. I roasted Severino in his most recent outing. He made me look smart. This is another big outing, it feels like, for Severino. It's even bigger because now Cortez is on the 15-day IL, retroactive to the fifth. Um, so you, you need you need Sevy to be Sevy. The, the, the good Sevy, not not the bad Sevy. Um, so it's, it is a big, big outing for, for him. In my humble opinion, um, <clears throat> Vasquez will get the later start. Uh, I do. The thing I find most interesting about this game is the air quality was too terrible to play in one game in yesterday. It's still very unhealthy, and now you're going to play two games in it. So it should be fine. It should be okay. It shouldn't be a problem. Like, can you imagine? Can you just just take a second yeah. and pretend you're, you know, Luis Severino, Lance Lynn, you're uh, Anthony Volpe. And you're, all right, guys, Boone, we're going to have a good game today. We're going to go out there. We're going to take two, okay? We're going to take two. Hey, uh, Skip, if the air is so terrible, horses aren't allowed in it, why are we? Uh, <laughs> terrible question, Volpe. Get out there. <laughs> Jeter never would ask that question. Never. <laughs> never would have done that. Severino, by the way, also had shoulder surgery. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But he's, I mean, I don't think he's hes unhealthy. I feel like the biggest Does problem. Does that mean I'm unhealthy? Is that what you're saying? You're you're you have a, a weird finger, and you're you have very limited mobility in your shoulder. So yes, I would say you're unhealthy. How can you be married to a physical therapist and not have your shoulder fixed? Ooh, easy on that one. That's a soft spot for Jordan. I get yelled at that constant. I've only had to get yelled about that for 15 years. Yeah, that's a. How does she tolerate your stubbornness? She did not, and it was uh, like if, she's, she's not happy about that even to this day. How often does she tell you like what to do to fix your shoulder? Because you still very often you still have very limited mobility in that shoulder. 
because of me and only me. Right. Like, I, I'll tell you this. One time I felt bad, but I was like, yeah, is there any chance she could uh, like even just tell me what foam roller to go buy? Because I want to start stretching my lower back. Not only Jordan was so thrilled to have a male in her life ask for advice, Gaz was forced to hand deliver me a foam roller. And like she said, you know, FaceTime if you need to see how to use that or stop by. It was like it was and it was like in the throes of COVID. Like that's how she was like, wait, there's a there's a male that listens to advice in my life. Whatever you need, Levac. Story number one. I, I wanted to do Shen softball here, but we covered that. We got some nice feedback about that earlier. If you missed it, check it out on Apple and Spotify. Levac, I'm changing the rules here in the top four at four. Yeah. We're an hour plus into the show oh my on a God. on a Thursday in June. We have not even we haven't even said the word NBA Finals. Yeah. The words NBA you know Finals. I, I, like, why why should we even bother? Let's no, just we, pretend it didn't happen. We at this have point. to talk about it. it's the biggest news in sports, right? And we've gone an hour plus without talking. Let's just at this point, I think we should just accept the fact that we're not good at this anymore. That we're stealing from Fox Sports Radio. Well, you're stealing from. They don't pay me. Fox <laughs> Sports Radio ninety five nine and nine eighty, and, and we should just say that we suck at this and move on. I think is what we should do. Your money is coming. We're going to talk about the NBA I, well, Finals. Listen, the I, talk is on I what? Trust. <laughs> I trust President Howard. I trust him. I also trust that you have no idea what I'm getting paid. If I'm, if I, or if, and, and you don't care because you're just having fun doing this. That's what I believe. I have fun going to Mohawk <laughs> Honda. We'll get to the NBA finals, but first, Jordan, I feel your pain, sister. She loves her vehicle. My new name is Jeff Venus Flytrap Levac. I'm I'm now family with Jordan, so I have to have a flower in my name. My anniversary with her is coming up on June 23rd, but we, LeVac and I, are going to be at Mohawk Honda on Wednesday, June 21st. So maybe your kids are out of school, maybe you're a teacher and your school year is coming to an end. Mark it on your calendar. Wednesday, June 21st, LeVac and I will be broadcasting live from Mohawk Honda, where you can stop by, watch the show live in person, see the nonsense that we're always up to, and get yourself a new ride. Whatever it might be, maybe you've got your eye on the pilot, it's a great vehicle, don't forget, certified pre-owns are there as well. You can work with a great, friendly staff. I love that they're always sharing stuff on social media, Instagram and Facebook, the people that have stopped by and bought a vehicle. How did you do something there this weekend? Oh, I am thrilled about what's going on on Saturday morning. I'm not allowed to release too many details. Okay. I think there's a surprise coming. But if you haven't done this yet, follow Mohawk Honda on Facebook, on Instagram. Find out what they're doing on there because Saturday morning we're doing some content creation out in Glenville. Stop by. Head in Saturday morning and see it live and in person. Some really cool content stuff we got coming up on Mohawk Condo that you're, I'm so thrilled to get to be a part of it. So there's a nice tease for you. And get yourself a new vehicle. People that you want to work with and trust during the car buying experience. It's Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. They listen to their wives, probably, and their partners and everything else. All right, I'm, I'm sure they already talked about the NBA Finals by now. I, we're probably the only ones who haven't. Right. So why don't you do that coming up right here on Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. Ah, yes, my friends, LeVac and Goss, Fox Sports Radio, 95.9980-1031-2, the iHeart app. Um, Apple, Spotify, you got them all. Yeah, if you um, if you hold up an empty uh, empty thing of baby wipes to your ear, you can hear the show just like just like a shell with the ocean. I, I see what you're doing. You've been doing this a few times this week. Usually you stall before we talk about the Empire. We're not talking Empire today, but... I'm sorry. Okay, I get it's like a little bit past four o'clock. Yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not happy with us on a right Thursday now. in June. I'm very I, upset with us. I teased it in the top four and four. They're going to talk finals. There's a lot going on today. I'm not happy with us. I, it, it's now. It's the first time we're talking I'm, about the finals. And I'm saying us. Like normally, I will just blame Gaz. But neither. 
both of us, I mean, if you look on my notes, which you can't because I'm not sharing them with everybody, only only really Gaz gets to see them. <laughs> um, I have NBA Finals everywhere. I have it everywhere. Why wouldn't I? I nailed my play. I picked the I, Denver, and the only thing I did wrong was not betting more. That's the only thing I did wrong with Denver last night. Um, I even did the over points on on Joker and Murray, both of them. I don't. I didn't. I didn't do any research. I just went. Yeah, it looks good, and I hit it, and I won. You'd think I'd want to talk about it all day. Didn't get to it. Uh, so here we are. Let's sit down and talk about the Nuggets one oh nine ninety four over the Miami Heat. Um, as as the great late dandy Don Meredith would normally do at the end of a Monday night football game back in the day when it was when it was clear who was going to win. Turn out the lights. The party's over. Uh, this this is Miami. You got your game. Congratulations. You're done. If I can zoom in on this game, and I'm with you, by the way. Yeah. Denver, congratulations. You can start celebrating the NBA Finals. It is Dandy Don Meredith time. It's over. Yeah. But there's one part of this series that I think history is going to zoom back on, and I hope, especially the television side on this one, go back, DVR it, pull it up on your phone, hit the record button. Go back and watch like the first three minutes of the third quarter. And I tweeted about this at Tom Goss, T-O-M-G-O-Z-Z. Go look at the Miami crowd. What happened? What crowd? Yeah. Right, like, did something happen in the well, concourse? What time was that? So that would have been about what nine, about quarter after nine, maybe. Yeah, so we're like nine forty-five, nine fifty. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I believe bottle service opened up at the Clevelander. I think. <laughs> that, I mean, that's the problem. Like, if if you're the city of Miami, is amazing. Like, I have watched guys say no to. 1,000 fun things because of work, because of responsibility. Uh, when we were in Miami, I gave guys every out to not go out, to not go hit the, the strip. And I believe it's the closest we've ever been to him just, just calling me the P word. <laughs> like literally like, come on, man, stop being a beep. And, you know, as dudes will do, just dude talk. I'm paraphrasing. That's what I heard. I don't know if that's what he said. And then he went out and just partied. I feel like I should have like Pitbull music played in the background while you're retelling the story of me throwing my glasses into these oh my God. There, bushes some, and everything some stray else. cat wearing a frigging Gaza's glasses right now. No one could see this, but when you said the words Clevelander, I sat up like a cartoon. Yeah. All of a sudden, I'm like, oh, I love the Clevelander. Well, I love the party there. We'll get some Pitbull going while we tell this, right? You and the, you, let, let's, not, to, not to, to tone this down in any way. Gaz, other producers from the the Four Letter Network, which we were affiliated with at the time, and the dude who ran all of radio for the Four Letter Network, were sneaking into Miami bars together. You were sneaking into bars to get like yeah, we were like the the top ranking radio official for ESPN, Gaz and some other dudes were straight creeping into bars, like. Like like high school kids, like who like like college kids who aren't twenty one yet. Like that's what it was going on. That's the, how distracting Miami can be. That's why like when Tyreek Hill went from Kansas City to the Dolphins, I didn't expect him to be as good as he was. If there's a place on the planet you can get distracted, it's Miami Beach. It, it's Miami Beach. So again, your team's not playing great. It's pretty clear they're gonna lose. Joker's on one. Murray's on one. They both went out and said, it wasn't just about us. Didn't have to be about anybody else. <laughs> you handle your business. 
Everybody went out. What a wonderful city Miami is. It definitely is. Uh, <laughs> I miss it so much. Please have another Super Bowl there again. Yeah, look, I mean, I, you just go. We don't have to have a reason. Oh, okay. All right. That sounds good to me. Uh, I always think back of that Spurs moment, too, right? When Ray Allen hits the three against the Spurs and they locked. I think of then that was called the American Airlines Arena. They locked the fans out who couldn't get back in. <laughs> but that moment where, as you said, Levac, people are just leaving, it's so bad on television because yeah. those are called camera side seats. So you can see it. Like pro wrestling, and AEW is coming to uh, the MVP arena soon, and WWE just came. If you ever watch some of those events, those camera side seats are always filled. Like it's a strategy for wrestling shows that because they know. You, the viewer at home, is always going to see that. It's always going to look like a packed house. You can't see the opposite side. Nobody's there. So, like, I don't know if it was the concourse, bottle service, the clubs. When you're watching the NBA Finals, Game 3, both teams are going back and forth a little bit. And all of a sudden, they come back from Stephen A. Smith screaming about something, Mike Greenberg being a dork, Jalen Rose <laughs> looking like he was going to the club already, and Mike Wilbon always angry. Once they're all done with that ESPN coverage, nobody's there. You know how hard it is? I never want to do this. I know you never want to do this. I never want to blame fans for what's happening on the court. Like, a guy misses a ball through his legs or a shot. I don't want to scream out it's the fans' fault. But I know if I was an athlete, and I'm playing in the NBA Finals, and I got my home court advantage, and I come out of the locker room at halftime, and I see nobody's there. Like, that's going to have a mental effect on you. Like, you guys don't care? And sure enough, what happens? Denver goes on what I think it was a 14 to 2 run. Yeah. It was a single digit game. It goes to double digits. Uh, Spolster's got to call a timeout. Miami never recovered from that first three to five minute window of the third quarter. Denver came out, smoked him, and it was game over after that. Didn't it feel like Denver kind of body blew him, like was hitting him in the gut a little bit at the end of the first half, though? Yes. Like it definitely, like, I, I think it goes one of two ways, right? I think either the fans are just there to be seen. And then there's a better place to go be seen. Or maybe there's there's some of those are so dialed into hoops that they're just like, I'm not going to stay here and watch them lose, which they are clearly about to do. I mean, I sat here the other day and told you that Jimmy Butler clearly, I think it was just yesterday, clearly will take nights off. Like, at least take his foot off the gas. See if the rest of the guys are going to catch up. If I can see it on my big screen here in Latham, you mean to tell me that a diehard Miami Heat fan who paid Five grand to sit in the front row. Can't see it. And to add to that, Levac, it's the second time in a row in the NBA Finals. The second time in a row where the losing team went to the podium at the end of the game and blamed effort for the reason the team lost the game. Effort? Not defense? Not missing shots yeah. in the clutch? Not foul? Tra- effort? Yeah. Jimmy Butler is telling the media that the reason Miami didn't play better is effort. What you just said right there. If people are questioning if Jimmy Butler's given 100% and then game three he says it's effort? Effort should never be discussed in a championship series. And sure enough, that's what we're talking about with Jimmy Butler postgame. Which, and, and also, like it's one of those things that if you just look at the box score, if you if you told me going into it, now you know, forget about the fact that Joker and Murray both were in the 30s, that I was going to get 28 out of Butler, 22 out of Bam. I'm like, all right, well, they're going to be in this game. How'd Gabe Vincent do? Which is, again, blows my mind. <laughs> but that's because Tyler Hero's not yeah. there, and, and Kevin Love's not Kevin Love nope. anymore, and whatever. And they, they, it's almost as if somebody in Denver's like coaching staff went, don't laugh at me. What? No, we would never. No, I'm serious. I'm about to say something. If you guys laugh at me, I'm leaving. All right. No, we're, we're a team. We would never do that to you. I think we need to take Gabe Vincent out of this game. 
<laughs> but I didn't. <laughs> Don't laugh now. Hang on, hang on. Also, not only do you have to take Gabe Vincent out, I got an idea. We got this little white nerd named Christian Brown, but it's yeah, spelled yeah. like Braun. Yeah. He's going to be the factor in the sec. <laughs> Give me some of those brownies, buddy. Sure he is. Christian Brown and Gabe Vincent. <laughs> but it, and, and the only reason I think Brown had to be the thing is because I, I feel like Joker and Murray are like, all right, we're good. Yes, right. We're good. Well, you, so guys, guys. Do you want to go? Do you want to go to the Clevelander? I don't know any. Other, I don't remember the name of any other bars. <laughs> no, no, I like promoting them. That's it's good. It's the only one I remember. <laughs> um, but it's just like it's one of those things where, you know, you go back historically, like Hack a Shack. Okay, I know Shaquille O'Neal is going to beat the hell out of us if we don't beat the hell out of him. Um, the his airness where they beat up Jordan, but then they also like when they started getting called for it, it was like, all right, let's just take everyone else away. If if Michael Jordan goes out and gets 60 points, but nobody else on the team scores over five, we're going to win. I thought about you watching that game last night, not just because I've texted you, but because you said this earlier in the playoffs back in May. You said, if you watch Jokic, his arms and his body are like bruised up, cut up. Yep. He looks like he's just taking a beating. Miami tried, tried to beat him up. I, no one keeps track of this, but it's a funny stat to go back and try to watch. I'm sure some some intern will have to figure this out. Yeah. Jokic was getting pushed and knocked over and falling. I'm sure someone wants to toss in a political joke here about Chevy Chase and Gerald Ford or Joe Biden. They fought as much as the presidents. There you go. GY you were such a that. wimp. That was the wimpiest thing I've ever seen. I know, you do. Right? Was that you so were good? so afraid to go right in on Biden falling <laughs> that you had to bring up Chevy Chase. Yes. Like a 50-year-old a, a SNL reference you had to bring in. You wimp. Biden fell, okay? And then he turned back and looked and pointed at flat ground going, what's that thing? Like, no, Yoke you, can, just... you can make fun of that. That's allowed. Okay. Yo, could just fall in more than Biden. <laughs> Shut up, guys! How dare you? CGI, you. I knew he was a righty. I knew it. G-Y, boy. I see you out there. <laughs> programming that. Okay, anyways. But he fell down a lot. They were beating him up constantly. It didn't matter. Jokic still put up a huge amount of numbers, 32, 20, and 10 plus, and... Well, you know who he, you know what he is? Will Chamberlain. <laughs> that was great that you had to tweet that out last Unbelievable. night. Unbelievable. But he's he's that that fighter that once he realizes you can't hurt him, or at least he doesn't he doesn't respect your power, he's going to kill you. Like that first time they shove him and the ball rolls in, his confidence goes and then it does it again. And then it does it. Then your leg sweeping him like like the end of Karate Kid, and it doesn't matter because he's just going to keep making baskets. And 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 then God forbid if he if he doesn't think he can make it, he's going to dish to Murray, and Murray's going to bury it. Like and then and then Brown. But like it was, yeah. He's he was when he's dialed in when he is either playing so well that you can't beat him up, or playing so well it doesn't matter that you're beating him up. They're not going to lose. They're not going to lose. I, don't, I think this is over. I think they win the next two. Gone. A lot of boxing references we had there. There's blood on Miami for one more boxing analogy. The blood is there. Oh, you know what? Zach Biden did the boxing analogy on Twitter, too. The well, blood, I don't want to do it anymore. The blood is there. It's time to KO Miami Denver and go get your first championship. And, and it, it's, I mean, I don't know. I personally don't know anyone who picked Miami? I saw a lot of the the pundits and and whatnot, you know, Fox Sports and on on ESPN, all of them say Miami. 
everybody I know was like, no, it's Denver. And it was just one of those ones where it's like, okay, if everybody thinks it's Denver, who I know, but all the, the famous insiders and experts think it's Miami. It's got to be Miami, right? And then I was like, no, I'm just not going to overthink it. Here we are. Maybe just Levitard for one more Clevelander reference in that <laughs> gang of people who have been picking He's Miami. He's who I think of when, when you say Cleveland. Yeah, that's where he's like, the I don't know if he still from. does it there or not. No, he just recently moved. Okay. I think there might have been only one person picking Miami. Who knows? She could be a new character here on LeVac and Gaz, a new guest. Uh, Messi from Miami. Remember her from yesterday? I mean, she, I don't know where she came from, but my gosh, I don't remember. You okay. think I, I don't hear myself okay. talk? What are you talking about? Um, <laughs> so we got, we got to wait till Friday. So it's not that long, we guys. This isn't that bad. No, it's not. This Friday and then till Monday for him to put him down. Do you think because you're heading to Orlando, we'll get to that more a little bit here. Do you where think, the magic play? You want me to show you where the magic happens? I'm trying to think of my map here. I don't know how many Central Florida fans will be like if you go out to a mall. God, another dated reference. If you go to somewhere in Central Florida, do you think a you're shopping gonna, plaza? Yeah, are Heat fans going to be out? Are they going to be wearing hats? Like usually, when you go to a city or close to a city with a championship being played, I don't know if Heat fans are going to be all over Orlando. Does, does it feel like they have that type of following? It feels no. The they, NBA is well, way they, lower on fandom in South Florida and Central Florida. Well, the 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 thing is too like. I'm literally going to be working from the building where an NBA franchise that's not them plays. I don't see a lot of Magic fans when I'm down there. I've, I've been spending quite a bit of time in Orlando and, and a little more in Tampa lately. Um, my nephew lives in Tampa, and then you know we, we have interest in Orlando, and I just went to Disney. Um, you see the occasional heat, but not, not really. I, I, don't, I don't think outside of Disneyland, I don't think I've seen anything Miami heat, and that was this year. So... I just, you know, I was just thinking of something. The Heat should be kind of okay with nobody being there because the last time they played in the finals was in the bubble. Yeah, it was. It was. That's true. 2020. Was, well, didn't they have like a small crowd they were allowed in to have or something like that by that point? Or was it nobody still? I'm trying. It was less than 50 people. If it yeah. was just media members, maybe one family member. Well, they lost that too, though. Yeah. Um, I don't know any Heat fans, so I'm all right with it. We're not going to get Taylor. Taylor, one of our former producers and interns. Really? Yeah. I know he's a Colts fan. How do you become a Colts and a Heat fan? You're going to ask him. I, know, I don't want to talk to him. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm disgusted by being a Heat fan. <laughs> I don't know why. That bothers me. I think you, That's front-running. That's got to be front-running. That's when LeBron went down there or something. No, it probably ages us. He probably became a Heat fan because of Dwayne Wade. I love Dwayne Wade. You know, he, that age, of he probably was a kid when Dwayne Wade was playing, so he probably liked Dwayne Wade and stuck with him, is my guess. Dwayne Wade was the guy, the way you felt, when Melo got traded to the Knicks is the way I like dreamed of feeling for Wade to get traded there. Not because he went to my favorite college. I just always loved the way he played basketball. And I love that it didn't matter who was number one. Like, hey, Shaq's going to come here. We're going to win a title together. I'm going to play like number one, but he's going to be, quote, number one. And then LeBron and and Bosh are going to be here, and I'm going to be number two. But like really, I'm still kind of number one. But like he he didn't care about who got top billing. He didn't you didn't have to call him Batman. He just wanted to go to work. He could be robbing all day long. So I was I always like that was one of those ones that like when I would whenever I get like NBA 2K or something like that, I'd be like, how do I trade for Wade? How do I put him on? How do I start a team around Dwayne Wade? Um, maybe I'll maybe Chris Paul will finally come over to the Knicks. Um, He's done. No, no, no. I saw that. Enough with Chris Paul. He's, he's hold on. Oh, gosh. We're doing this. Hold on. <laughs> Let me just ask you this. Jalen Brunson is the point guard of the New York Knicks. 
Derrick Rose is there. They don't use him at all. But wouldn't it be phenomenal to have your change of speed point guard be CP3? CP3 coming off the bench is pretty awesome. It's it's hard to argue against that. One of the great all-time point guards in league history as your backup to Brunson. Why I push back on it being him is because his contract was so stupid the last yeah. four years. He's getting paid way too much. And I'm not talking remember, relatively. He has to get bought out, though. Exactly. Right. So that like, money's already there. It's a, it's a lot of money. You're not going to be but, a legend? But he's got that. And when it got to the postseason, he hasn't had the performances. That's the bias to have against CP3. He doesn't get as much heat as Melo does when we talk about championships and rings. So for whatever reason, someone argue an irrational bias no, he, against CP3. He Did you hear the story he just told on the Pivot podcast? No. Love the, the Pivot podcast. Great podcast. Not um, better than LeVac and Gaz, but good. <laughs> I thought you said it was better than us. Like, no, 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 no. I wouldn't have heard it if it was with this quote. Um, he, he said that the... His daughter's classmates are giving her a hard time because he's never won a championship. Oh, <laughs> so that I mean that's bad. That's not good. That's not good. Um, I wouldn't. I'd take CP three. Obviously, like you'd have to you'd have to figure out the package where I think he's oh if he's on the court he's bringing the ball up the up the floor. But if if you could do that in a way where it takes some of the mileage off of Brunson over the course of a season, and you'd have to be a far better X's and O's on a basketball court than I am, which it's it's a long list of people. Pretty much everyone listening. I think that's just, that could just be compelling. I wouldn't be mad. I'm a Knicks fan. I want everybody, okay? I just want everybody. Bring me everybody. I don't even know what day it is, guys. Um, <laughs> I do know this, though. I do know that you have made your case for a superior Father's Day gift this year, a little husband of the year action, because your connection to USX Pest Control. Oh, it feels so good. Thank you to everybody over there. Shout out to Tim especially who walked around our house and said, guys, check out this spot. This could be an issue going forward here. Puts everybody at ease at the home. The wife comes back and says, I don't have to think about this. We have a bunch of different things going on this summer. The fact that I don't have to worry about mice or bugs or ants flooding this house when we take a weekend away from the house, it makes me feel so much better. Have that same bragging right for yourself, whether it's your wife, your fiance, homeowner, whatever it is, call USX Pest Control and make sure they check out your place, do a free inspection, and then go forward from there. What do you need to be fixed up? Is there a hole you didn't even notice? When was the last time you were up in the attic? The basement might have had something. And again, with that warmer weather from this past winter, that could be affecting you. The weather's been insane. Look at it outside. How do you know it's going to affect your home differently? You probably don't because it's not what you do every single day. Call USX Pest Control and then get to find out all those issues for you so your house is looking good for months and years to come. You know, you probably just stumbled onto something. We probably should call Tim over at USX Pest Control. I mean, who knows what the last couple of days of living in Smogville has done to the mosquito population or something. It was probably, we're, we're I guarantee like two weeks from now, we're going to go, oh, the reason we're getting attacked by these crazy beetles with knives as the the smog. It's, it's, like he understood all that stuff. He probably would know the answer. And hopefully he just looks back and goes, guys, don't worry about it. It's okay. But uh, you can start. Today, find out how great the experience is. Get a free inspection scheduled today at usxpest.com. All right, man. We've been uh, we're getting ever so close to the play of the day. It's the, one of those like almost the weekend. Today feels very weekendish for me. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I feel like I feel like this is the last break on a Friday because I'm about to just haul butt to the airport and head down to Orlando. So tomorrow I'll be here. Well, I won't be here. I'll be on the show. But I'll be at the Amway Center. I love all shows equally, I think. 
But I'm so excited about tomorrow's show. When we're out, when we're out of the studio, you know what? You I love take that all back. shows equally. I no, don't. you don't. No, I don't. I don't actually. I thought that was a nice parent thing to say. That's not even the case. I love shows when we're out, seeing people saying hello during the day, and I love these unique shows where you're in one city, I'm in one city, we're doing it live. We're having. We we've never love. done that. No, only in the podcasting. How do you know you love it? I can tell. I'm going to love it. <laughs> You're at one arena. I'm here. The home of the magic, the home of the predators. Nobody else is doing this in the capital region. Now, quote me on that, that I'm excited until tomorrow where it's 2.33 and I'm sweating because the connection's poor. Something doesn't go perfectly. Just like, well, that's what like today we were, we were kind of mapping out how, how it's going to go because it is, it's a work trip for me. Not just, not just for this show. Like Mike Corda, my boss over at Tech East Fire and Water Restoration, who I used to work for when I ran the Empire, is now a part owner of the Orlando predators and all of our guys are down there. They're like, you know, I'm not like the agent for Darius Prince and, and Dwayne Hollis and Brandon Cisse and Nick Haig, but I feel like I represent them. You know, like I, I help them when I can. So like I, I need to get in front of Damon Ware and everybody and, you know, make sure everything's going right for them while they're, so it's like, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, we're going to do this. Mike, Mike's like, why are you, why are you rushing me through the first part of the day? I'm like, cause by two, I've got to be at Amway center on my way to where I'm setting up. And he's like, "Why do you? Oh, yeah, you're doing your stupid show." Oh, my. Yeah. Oh, yeah. hurtful. That's, but that's the same. Like, if he said, <laughs> "Oh, your great radio show," that would be sarcastic. Stupid is actually he <laughs> he intended to say. It. So, all right. So, I I have a very much Friday vibe. You may want to hit me up at like one o'clock tomorrow afternoon and be like, "We're we're good, right?" You know, there, there's <laughs> you know it's not Saturday. I love a Friday vibe, even though we're not to Friday yet. I have a Friday vibe. I, I promise we are going to get to the play of the day because LeVac is hot right now. Thank you. I'm getting my butt kicked right now. But I need to have this rant about baseball and baseball fans in general and sports fans. Okay. I'm blowing up your phone last night. Yeah. We've got the finals on. It's a great night for television. People are using that midweek to catch up on some shows. I'm an Always Sunny in Philadelphia fan. They're back with their 16th season. So it's on great, Hulu now? Uh, a little mix of Hulu and FX. It's a weird setup. But Never watched an episode. Really? Never watched an episode. Oh, man. I think every one of those people is hysterical. Never watched an episode. We have to have our next road trip together. Hopefully in Las Vegas. That might be our thing. That sounds super to me. (laughs) But how about the stars in baseball? Like Every time this year, for 5, 8, 15 years, this is the perfect time in between finals games in the NBA where usually people come out and start complaining about baseball. Oh, the game's too slow. Oh, they don't have superstars. Oh, but... This is one of the most exciting times in baseball that I can remember because you've got this guy. I hope you saw him. I retweeted him yesterday. at Tom Gons, T-O-M-G. It was easy. I know you saw him, LeVac, because I sent you the video. Ellie De La Cruz for the Cincinnati Reds hit the ball, I think, 900 feet. Almost hit the ball out of the Great American Ballpark. And it's a cool story that this high school team is the guy who catches it. Like it, I say team because it was one of the players and then seven of his teammates all went to the game together. So De La Cruz is taking pictures with him. The number one prospect in baseball. Amazing. Great player. Vlad Guerrero Jr. goes back to when he came up. How exciting of a player he was because he's mashing the ball. His swing is ridiculous. Aaron Judge. Otani. You've got Vientos, I know, is getting well, splinters in his butt also, from sitting. Don't, don't forget, Judge is 30. So, 30, 31. So. <laughs> all right. We'll get Judge out of there. Yeah. But you get my point I'm trying to make here. Bo Bichette, another one on the Blue Jays there. I loved him in Star Wars. There's some really exciting young prospects in baseball. Not just exciting because of what they can actually do on the field, but a little flair to the game, something that you haven't seen before, 
the viral moments on the internet that if old person wants to scream and get off my lawn, that you're not promoting superstars enough. Well, when clips like that are getting millions of views over a young baseball player, I think that's successful in touching a new audience in 2023. Can this finally be the time, please, I beg of you, that we can give baseball credit in saying they're actually promoting young stars and it's a super exciting, arguably the most exciting time to watch baseball with a pitch clock, with baseball players who you want to watch, with comebacks, extra innings. is always, This is a really exciting time for baseball. And I don't know if we, sports fans, are giving 2023 Major League Baseball enough credit for how great the game is right now. It's got a changing of the guard feel to it. Yes. And it's and it, it happens. Like, I remember, you know, I remember when you saw, like, the, the Mattingleys and the Hendersons, you know, turning into the Maguires and the Consecos, which, you know, didn't... didn't track as well as you'd like then like you know bond steps in at one point griffey like those like you see the changing of the guard it does it feels like like the mike trouts and bryce harpers and those guys are starting to start starting to you know shove show their way to the door so that the newer guys can start taking some of these headlines and um one thing i did notice on linkedin major league baseball was looking for a you know marketing person specifically for player marketing really yeah so i think that's something that they've they've heard they i mean you just just look at the way the nba you know markets their players different sport different way of doing it they're the only ones who don't cover their face or head in any way of the big american sports but like i think you are seeing it i think you're seeing they're they're they get it like maybe they don't get it yet, but at least they know there's an issue. You know what? The NBA thing has been something that's been rattling in my brain because I'm watching baseball on my phone. I'm watching the NBA finals. I'm doing the double screen last night. And that NBA comparison you mentioned about marketing, the NBA has always been about superstars. You could argue it's been about the Lakers and the Celtics and the teams, but it's really about superstars. The Chicago Bulls weren't a worldwide brand before Jordan. The Golden State Warriors weren't a billion dollar franchise before Steph Curry. And we can run through the LeBron and the Cavs. We get that. Like, it's a superstar league. But is baseball actually better with these young players I'm talking about? Taking Judge out of it. Maybe the podcast audience, I'll edit that out. But the young players that people want to follow for their careers, when you get high school teams going to the games to just watch a debut of a player. Or maybe it's a more exciting time in baseball because of the brand. Like, there's someone probably who's listening right now who says, no, no, no. Guys, I get you're getting really excited about baseball because the action on the field is way better than it was years ago. But baseball is the best when the Yankees and Red Sox are in the playoffs and battling. Baseball is the best when the Cardinals are beating somebody in the postseason. When the Dodgers and the Giants are battling on the West Coast. That's when baseball is the best. Levesque, is that maybe true? I, I know I'm asking a Yankee fan, is baseball huh. better when the Yankees are in it? But do you think there is maybe more brand loyalty that fans expect that hey, the Cubs are chasing a curse, the Red Sox are trying to beat it. When there is that cool storyline behind it, maybe the uniform does matter more if some people aren't noticing the superstars of baseball. Yeah, I mean, I know that the Yankees, you know, the Red Sox, the Dodgers, they elicit response from fans regardless of whether or not you're a fan of them. Not always a good one, but they do They do get noticed. I, I think there's there's almost tears of relevancy. You know, like, like, yeah, your Yankees, your Dodgers, the rest, they're iconic. Like, as big and as good as the Mariners have been historically, if you're not from Seattle or you don't have some kind of, like, when Ichiro was there, it was different because there's this, you know, the Asian Americans had their player and, and overseas had their player. But, like, you do, you need to, you need to make sure that we know who these guys are. 
and you know you just continuously texting about these young boys. It's weird. Um, no, don't do what? like that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I got that weekend vibe Look how going. big his stick is. Oh yeah. My God. Wow. No. Wow. Good point. Um, security. <laughs> security. Right this way, Mr. Gislowski. I'll see myself out. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I'm with you. And it's good. It's good for the game. It is definitely exciting to watch when all these great players are starting to come in. There is that 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 vibe. And like you said, you know, Mets fans are sitting there like, when is, when is our guy going to get his full shot? And like, it's a Yankee fan. You know, Volpe's getting his shot right now, which is cool, but there's still there's always that that conga line of guys you want to see. Like, where's where's the Martian? Where is he? Where's Dominguez? I'm I'm I know he's not ready, but I want him to be ready. Like I feel like he should be one of these guys. Like when it's not your team doing it, it's it's annoying. But the second your team does it, it's awesome. It's one of the coolest things. Also awesome is is winning money. I love I love that. It's one of it. Um, and you, play, <laughs> what, go ahead. Uh, do you want to go second now? Because I think that should be a new rule here for play of the day. Whoever's hotter over the last few games saves their pick for last. Um, yeah. For the play of the day? Yeah. Hold on. Brought okay. to you by Mohawk Chevy. The only reason I would consider going first is I think I know what your play is. Oh. So I'm not going to do it. But no, go ahead. You go first. I'll tell you if I'm right. I think your my play of the day is not what you think it is. It's not over 11 and a half Giants versus Rockies? No, because I went... Over two for that last night. Okay, well then I'm gonna bet that one. <laughs> <laughs> the, I'm, I'm so ticked off about that last night because I had three games that could have hit the over under on double digit runs. I, I take that back. I was one for one last night because I did have the Reds and the Dodgers. I passed on Diamondbacks Nationals that ended up being six to two, but I was so confident I was going to not cash in on that bet because Patrick Corbin. I said, you know what? I'm not gonna bet against Patrick Corbin. Three runs given up in the first three hitters. Ooh, ooh. So not great out of him. So I did go one and one. I am going to pass on that today Okay. about Giants-Rockies. Here's what I'm going with instead. I'm going to Cubs-Angels. Demers is the pitcher for the Angels tonight. He's 0-5. Now, earlier this week, you might remember I took an athletics matchup against the Pirates where James Caprillion was 0-6 and he got his first win. I'm going back to this again. You're telling me the Angels are this bad? The Angels have a better record than the Cubs. They're tossing a guy on the mound who's 0-5. Reed Delmers. I think the Angels win tonight. They're minus 130 right now. So I will take the Angels minus 130 with a pitcher who has not recorded a win yet. That will be my play. I'm passing on Giants-Rockies, although you've now taken it. Uh, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bet it, but it's not my play of the day. This is uh, Hater's Ball. Hater's going to hate, 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 hate. Um, I'm doing a fade parlay, two-team fade parlay. Fading the Sucks, fading the Mets, or the Mets. The Red Sucks and the Mets. So I'm going to take the Guardians. I'm going to parlay them with the Braves. Uh, Guardians are minus 140. Braves are minus 190. Together, it's a plus 161. So I'm going to parlay those two together. It's the hater fade of the day from your buddy Jeff Levac. <laughs> we have the play of the day from Mohawk Chevrolet. The fact that our sales team... Has not sponsored the hater parlay of the day. I'm ready. I mean, just like I said, every time I talk nice about the Mets, they crumble. They they crumble to dust. And the Red Sox just the Red Sox are playing so poorly. And even though they kind of got off to a decent start last night, similar to the Mets. Um, that little Benny Ice, who works with me over at Tech East, diehard Red Sox fan, came in, looked at me and went, My Red Sox aren't very good. And I was like, you know what? They're not. <laughs> but I'm glad they broke your heart. Um, so we've got the hater play of the day. Yes. We've got our place. You know what? I'd also like to add this too. 
I'd like to add that if you ever have a play of the day, if you're listening on our iHeart app, <laughs> if you're listening on the podcast side, I found this out that if you want to give us a play, we'll give you love. Hey, uh, Greg from Utica on Twitter shared this pick, or MJ on Facebook share. We will share your picks if you feel really confident. But what I've learned, Levac, is that people will tell us their plays if we're out doing an event somewhere. They are very gun shy about posting it on social media. Like people believe that if you post it in public, it's an automatic loss. So please share your picks with us. We'd love to have some insight. We'd love to play along with you on our plays of the day. And don't be afraid to post it on social media. We will not report you to freezing cold takes. That's not what it's about here. I do want to point out that I did just make my bet for tomorrow. Tomorrow's play of the day has already been bet because I can't bet mobily in Florida. <laughs> I just realized that right now. While you were begging for free plays from from the public, <laughs> while you were while Gaz was not was please share your good plays. I need money. I have two children, and college is expensive. I can't afford diapers without your wins. Um, <laughs> I was going. Oh, I'm gonna be in Florida this time tomorrow. I won't be able to make my play. I will not give you a play that I do not intend to make myself. I because I think that's that's the way it goes. Like these people who say like give you out these plays and they don't bet them. I think. They're just, I don't like those. They're shills. They're touts. They're evil. You know, say what you want about the guys at Barstool, whether you love them or hate them. They make those bets. You know, Big Cat, Portnoy, they, those guys make those bets. I respect that because if I'm going to lose money, at least I know the guy who gave me the play lost money too. Uh, play of the Day is brought to you by Mohawk Chevrolet. Uh, we are going to be there, is it next Wednesday? We are going to be there the 14th of June. We're going to be there June 14th. So, so yeah, Wednesday. You were correct. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I was figuring out there. while you were, I was like literally while you were doing that, though, I'm like, but if today. Do you call next is... Wednesday, Wednesday, if it's already past the, we- <laughs> the 14th of June, we will be there. All right. So we will be there. I would love if everybody came and hung out with us. It is always a great time. I love Mohawk Chevrolet. Um, whether you know it or not, the last time I was there, I bought ScarJo, my, my amazing, <laughs> my amazing Silverado, Black Widow Silverado. And it's, she's just, I love that truck so much. Um, I dropped her off this morning in the service department at Mohawk Chevrolet because I'm getting getting some some co- some cosmetics done to her. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, she's gonna be beautiful. You're gonna love it. I'm a, it's a surprise for everybody. But I just love how good everything works over there. Like, hey, you know, Katie, hey Derek, hey, hey Andy Gelcher, hey Jeff Harrison. Like, I need help with, and then you get help with. And it's perfect. It's awesome. My daughter's worried about the lease that she's driving in the future. It is, no, no problem. Here's where, here, nope, nothing to worry about. Boom, boom, boom. Mohawk Chevrolet, it's a family thing. And that's one of the reasons they went with Car, Car Bravo as well. So people who maybe you really, really want um, a Jeep or something like that, you can now buy that through Car Bravo and be supported by Mohawk Chevrolet. All these great things going on. Mohawk Chevrolet, uh, find new roads to Car Bravo. And Mohawk Chevrolet, where they always go out of their way to please you. Tomorrow, I will join you live from the Amway Center. Predators versus Empire. Have a safe flight, my friend. I enjoy so. Orlando. Enjoy the weather. Enjoy all the great things going on. In How about Benny Ice sun. trying to get me to watch like like all these like plane movies? He's like, hey, you should watch uh, this this one with Liam Neeson where the plane goes. I'm like, why would I watch problems <laughs> with planes while I'm in a plane, you psychopath? You better not clap when that plane lands, you weird psycho people who do. Uh, in Comfort Plus, they would be they would be frowned upon. Um, <laughs> Thank you for for the well wishing. I, I will. Uh, I'll do my best to remember to be on the show tomorrow. Uh, what? <laughs> Don't even. Cavino and Rich coming up next. Uh, the Red Sox or something will be on tonight as well. It's Levac and Gaz, Fox Sports Radio, ninety five nine and nine eighty.